This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay, so when you think of Minnesota, what is the Christmas cookie you think of? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Because apparently we did not understand the assignment. What was the assignment? Oh my gosh. So USA Today did uh, one of these articles. What's your state's favorite Christmas cookie? Google shares unique holiday searches. So basically they just did a big collection of all the searches in different regions in the country by state. And decided that that is the cookie that really exemplifies that particular particular state okay i'm interested to know what we selected Mm. but i do just have a beef with this whole narrative so tell us the story and then i'll share my beef minnesotans you googled and congratulations and no thank you because now we are associated forevermore in this article with da 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 Gluten-free Christmas cookies. Uh, What? What? That's that's not our favorite Christmas cookie. Now, the only person that lost more than we did is Iowa. Because in Iowa, they were busy Googling keto Christmas cookies. Yeah. (laughs) There are so many issues with this thing. First of all, I love Google and I love Google Trends. In fact, we used to have a whole segment on our show dedicated to Google Trends. Hi, Roya. Um, Oh, remember those days? Anyway. I love Roya. Anyway, Roya Salomani used to come on every week and tell us about what was trending on Google. And Mm -hmm. if she were here, she would probably have told us, here's what people have been searching around Christmas cookies. But the way this is presented in USA Today, I uh, this is not what it is. So gluten-free cookies is not our favorite cookie. Gluten-free cookies is simply from November 29th to December 26th, people whose IP addresses were in the state of Minnesota searched more for gluten-free cookie recipes probably mm-hmm. than any other search term around Christmas cookies, which tells you nothing right. other than people sadly... Tragically, are forced to look for gluten-free cookie recipes because people have gluten allergies, which just it does not tell the story that you have set this off. This is to what tell. I'm saying, which is why I'm like, can we just correct the record here? Yes. So when you think of Minnesota, what cookie are you like? That's the Christmas cookie. That's Minnesota. That's the ticket. Also, that's the ticket. What cookie is that? I don't know. Honestly, for me, I was going peanut butter blossoms. 
Okay. Doesn't that just feel like Minnesota to you? I mean, is that the thing? With I the grew up eating chip? those outside of the state of Minnesota, so sure. Sure, yeah, but I mean, I'm not saying you can only get them in Minnesota. I'm just saying, like, that feels like the thing Sugar that cookies. people are making. That's true, Holly. It's the one with the Hershey Kiss on the top. Yeah, and I saw, and I, I just want to pull back the curtain on something. Yeah, I, I, I never have made those. Okay. Um, but my mother-in-law makes them, and I love them, and they're yeah. fantastic. But it never occurred to me that in the making of those, you have to unwrap all those dumb Hershey Kisses. And you know what Hershey hasn't done yet? Sold, like, unwrapped Hershey Kisses for these damn cookies. Yeah. So just think about the extra the extra effort and energy that goes into them making those Hershey Kiss yeah. cookies. And I just wanted to for you to appreciate those when they get delivered to your mouth. Um. I also don't need to go very far in this list before I'm reminded that, again, this is a flawed thing because of the favorite cookies list, Mm -hmm. there are such cookies as Christmas cookie cake, (laughs) Christmas cookie ice cream, Christmas cookie dip. Christmas cookie fudge. And none like, of these th- things those are, cookies. are cookies. Well, and So this just tells us again, this has nothing to do with what no. Minnesotans actually eat on a regular basis. It just says Minnesotans are nice. Yep. And Barb, you know, um, Josh's girlfriend has a gluten allergy. And so, you know, your aunt B is, you know, going to make some gluten free cookies so she doesn't feel left out. That right. just says we're nice. Right. That's all that is, yeah. which, you know, listen, I'm here for that narrative. But also, as you go down the list, to your point, Bradley, like peppermint Christmas cookies is not a cookie. That's like an ingredient that might show up in a cookie. Yeah. Right. Uh, Italian Christmas cookies is not your favorite Christmas cookie. That's like a whole genre. That's like saying Minnesota's favorite movie is romance movies. Yeah. It's not the same thing. It's no. a category. Well, You're also, right. This is a dumb list. California's Snoopy Christmas cookies. I just don't feel like the Californians in the audience <laughs> are like, oh, yeah, our state Christmas cookie. Also, there's no such thing because we're all just making the same five cookie mm. recipes in any state of the country. We just call them different things. My mom calls them Holly Dollies. We call them seven layer bars. I do just want you to know there is such a thing as Snoopy Christmas cookies. I think that those are the ones that you get at the grocery store and you can just cut right down the like slice them with Snoopy in the middle. I think so. I don't know why I think that I've never heard of such things, Uh, but I I get that, you know, Camp Snoopy maybe has cookies. Yeah. Again, this is not a thing. And I, I like I feel like the best Minnesota Christmas cookie is the one that's in your mouth. Anything that I am eating yeah. is my Christmas cookie. Yeah. Uh, thank you all for weighing in on your favorite, on, on Minnesota's Christmas cookie. I'm still going with Peter, peanut butter blossoms. Those are Maybe. Your yeah. I mean, I like them. I just think like they're so easy to make and I see a lot of people making them. And yeah. sure, the wreath cookie could be one too. I yeah. mean, there's just like, you know, you, we don't go weird. We're just going to do something real middle of the road. Although, you know what, to your earlier point about allergies, maybe we wouldn't do the peanut butter blossoms because, you know. Yeah, peanut allergies. Yeah. Maybe maybe it is the gluten-free cookie. <sighs> no, it's not. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going Ooh, to Washington. engage. Vegan Christmas cookies? I know. I'm telling you, I, I thought on my earlier perusal, I swear to you, somebody looked up Healthy, like Virginia. One area was healthy Christmas cookies. Ooey gooey Christmas cookies. Now that's just an adjective, honey.
I want those ooey-gooey Christmas cookies. I mean, I would not say no. Mm-mm. Of course. I mean, again, does it have the word cookie? Yes, I will eat it. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, you will meet your players in a little segment we're going to call Britney Peace Theater. Yes, Britney Spears. After this, on My Talk 1071. We like to keep an eye on Britney Spears and see what she's sharing about her life on Just the Colleen and Bradley on that show. Little Britney Spears. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Uh, and sometimes we are given little gifts on her Instagram, right, Bradley? I mean, you can call them gifts, I guess, but uh, we certainly want to call attention to. Um, some posts that she did recently, some words that came out of her mouth. Mm. And those words, uh, I think we should discuss specifically about her indictment of Diane Sawyer and all the other stuff in that post. Also, there's some like money stuff, which is kind of sweet and also sad. sad. Um, but to do that, I think the best way to approach that is perhaps um, like we've done a few times on this show and that's to have a little theatricality brought mm. to bear. And by that, I mean, um, I'll read a little bit. You read a little bit of this post, you know, like just bring some theatricality to it. Do you want to do that? Yeah. Um, should we call it Britney Peace Theater? I think that would be great if yeah. we did that. Yeah. Mm. Um, oh, by the way, I just want to. In the s- park? <laughs> what? In the park? What? I, it's like Shakespeare in the park. Oh, yes. Got it. Little Britney in the park. Um, so what I the I want to set this up though. So what I okay. what I'm sharing uh, was shared by Britney on her Instagram. It is no longer there. This was a lengthy oh. message she shared on Instagram. It is no longer available. She also re, uh, she revealed a number of things in uh, among them, like I said, Diane Sawyer, some money stuff, and all that. But let's start with um, a little Britney. Peace Theater, shall we? Yes. I don't even know where to start. Okay. I think I'm going to start. Those are the two things that we talked about in that like lengthy, lengthy post, which doesn't exist anymore on Instagram for Britney Spears that talked about her time, that interview, that now infamous interview with Diane Sawyer, and then also the fact that she got to hold on to some cold, hard cash. I don't know what you guys just said. I don't either. And I I don't know. I, I want to also be upfront about the fact that that was only a portion of it oh yeah no that was like not even half some of the other well, characters that showed up in this were kevin hart yeah and santa yeah justin trees. timberlake christmas trees babies uh-huh. i mean there was just a lot there's a lot there so it was a long run-on post wherein she indicts among others as we've already mentioned diane sawyer her dad etc justin timberlake maybe i don't know so what are we to make of this other than this is typical for Brittany now in that she's expressing things that she has not shared thus far? You know, I just I feel like she's in I mean, I'm going to sound like a broken record, but she's in this space where she's like the shackles have been removed and she she's sort of like constipated with the information of 13 years of secrets And she wants us to know, and I get it. Like, she wants us to understand how bad things were. 
but there isn't really a good way or there hasn't been the right way for her to share it. And so it kind of comes out sideways like grief in these Instagram posts. And it's a little shocking and jarring when you see them to go, oh, whoa, what's happening here? But it is clearly her processing in real time in a very stream of consciousness way like the trauma she's been through. Well, and I also, if I am to try to put any understanding around this, like these, this series of posts where it's just like one big run on sentence and sure you can kind of make out what she's saying, right? Like she's ticked off that she was in a place in her life where she didn't want to talk. And then all of a sudden Diane Sawyer shows up and is asking her really uncomfortable questions. And I think we saw that by the way, in one of the documentaries and it really did zero in on that and I, I will say it's easy to sort of like point your finger at Diane Duyen Sawyer mm. and say like you're a bad woman for asking her this. And it seems so blatantly uh, gotcha in the moment when Diane Sawyer is asking her questions about like the like people think you're nasty and you're mm-hmm. dirty and you're slutty. Um, sure. Like we can all like rail after Diane Sawyer, but I don't really think this is about Diane Sawyer any more than it's about like any other situation wherein women are treated differently than men in our society. Right. And I think Diane Sawyer probably suffered at that hand right. as much as Britney Spears in some ways, in some ways she was not in a conservatorship, certainly. But my point is don't focus on Diane Sawyer. Don't focus on the specifics. Don't focus on Jamie Spears other than the entertainment value of that. Like the narrative benefit mm-hmm. of like having a cast of characters and some of them seem more evil than others. But like more importantly, this just like this shows us a woman who has nobody that she can trust. She can't trust anyone. Mm -mm. And so the only way she can speak is on Instagram. And like it's not me because to me, I would say, why are you doing this on Instagram? Nobody's entitled to know any of this right right now. Like you have been through a lot. Why don't we like work through some of that privately? And then when you're in a space, let's sit down with not Diane Sawyer. Uh, yep. Uh, maybe Oprah and have a, a larger conversation in context that makes you seem a little bit more level headed about all of this mm-hmm. and less emotional. Right. But I think she's in a place quite honestly, where she's like, I can't trust anyone. I right. just need to get my words out. And so to us, it looks a little unhinged when in actuality, she's just like, I, she's having fun with her own voice right. in a way that she hasn't for over a decade. Well, and the thing is, is that she can control the narrative like this. She gets to be, but the problem is the narrative is messy and it's messy because when you think about like, if you thought about your life, Bradley, over the last 13 years, and you were like, oh, boy, I got to tell everybody everything that really happened in the last 13 years that yeah. they don't know. It would be messy and piecemeal. And it, she's not organizing herself. She's just blurting. Yeah. So we're getting a blurty Brittany. Yeah. And I'm here for it in the sense that, like, I want her to figure out what her voice is. But I don't know that finding it on Instagram right now is the thing that's going to get her where she wants yeah. to be. Yeah. But... But I also haven't been trapped in a conservatorship. That's the thing, yeah. So I don't know what it's like to finally be able to, like, clickety-clack your own keyboard strokes. Keystrokes? Keyboard strokes. Mm. We're here for you, Brittany. Mm -hmm. Handling your own strokes. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy, stupid idiots. idiots. After this on My Talk 107.1.
people doing dumb things right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, your Bradley trainer. That's true. And these are your crazy, stupid idiots. idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Like? Like Florida. What's going on in Florida? Well, uh, on Monday, last Monday, this happened in Altamonte Springs, Florida, which is, by the way, just outside of Orlando. Okay. Um, three thieves broke into a business uh, called Sassy Sister. Okay, hold on. Let me start over. Sassy Sister's Boutique. Sassy. And uh, the thieves ransacked the place. They smashed the front door. Uh, and they stole a cash register and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, they stole a cash register, though, but were not able to access the cash inside. Uh, so they ditched it nearby, but they made off with uh, something of great value, Bradley. They made off with uh, diamonds. No. Okay. They made off with cold hard cash. Negative. Radioactive plutonium. No, sir. Oh. No, they do not sell, to my knowledge, Radioactive plutonium at Sassy Sista's Boutique. Nay, it was $13,000 worth of... It's a wig. Poop? No. Like it was... What? Wigs. $13,000 worth of wigs. I thought you were just using that as the euphemism for Dewey. No, no. Wigs. That's the name of the sanitation department in that part of the world. It's a wig. It's a wig. That's the name of the wigs shop in um, Honey, Here Comes Honey Boo Boo. Uh, $13,000 worth of wigs. These three guys... Ran wow, off. They did not get any money, but they had $13,000 worth of wigs. That is a lot of wigs. Mm-hmm. hope they got some good ones. Uh, I hope so, too. Let me see. Hold on. There's actually... I mean, they shouldn't have stole them. Agreed. But, <laughs> but if they are going to steal, they might as well have gotten a good I hope they did deal. it well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope they got one of those Raquel Welch ones. Anyway, oh, yes. they, they made off with all the wigs and... Uh, the they're still on the lamb. They haven't found them yet. I Why would are there say, wigs on a lamb? I would say that should be pretty obvious. They yeah. sure got them. <laughs> Look for the thieves with the good hair. Mm-hmm. There you go. There they are. Yeah, they got themselves into a hairy situation. Oh, oh. did they ever? Mm-hmm. Got one, Bradley? No, I don't. Okay. I'm, I'm not. I'm All right. Not on the. Not feeling it no, today. That's it. fine. Sorry. That's fine. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry, but there are pics. Really sad. There are pictures from Sassy Sister's boutique uh, of after the after the ransacking, and there's just like w- model heads like strewn about everywhere. Just poor little on the lonely floor. Model it's heads terrible. Hairless. Wigs. No wigs mm. anywhere. Mm. I hope they'll be okay. I hope they find the thieves. Well, look for somebody walking Again. around in odd hair. Yes. That doesn't match the, you know, exactly. what you'd expect. Mm-hmm. Pardon me, ma'am. Uh, Where are we going next? Check out, you know, drag bars or the next season of RuPaul's right. Drag Race. There you go. 
We are going to somewhere, I think it's probably in the UK, but I don't know and it doesn't matter. I just want to tell you this story. I want to tell you about a person who's making money doing something that earns her crazy, stupid idiot status. Okay. Okay. Um, Her name is Stephanie Matto. She built up a large social media following after appearing on... 90 Day Fiance. Oh, sure. She currently boasts 260,000 Instagram followers. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Now, that show, like Married at First Sight, it sees you paired together with people. You walk down the aisle after just spending 90 days together. Well, after her uh, appearance on that show, she decided to get a side hustle. And we do this all the time. Or I shouldn't say we. People do this all the time, right? right? Like Mm -hmm. you win the season of Great British Bake Off and then you write a book. And you teach cooking classes or some dumb thing, right. right? Or like you have a TLC show and you sell candles with jewels in them. Okay, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, so that Mama works June for did. Mama June, right? <laughs> right? So why wouldn't it work for Stephanie uh, Maddo? Well, if you were on 90 Day Fiance, what would you be selling? <gasps> if you were on 90 Day Fiance, what would I be? What would you be selling? Dating advice? No. Okay. What else? Um, I don't know. I was thinking like used panties or something. Oh, a line of wigs. Used <laughs> panties. I don't know. I was trying yeah. to think of like what her side hustle would be. Um, it's selling farts in a jar. Oh, no. okay. Is that so much better? No, stop it. It's not. She panties. sells. She stop. makes thirty five thousand uh, pounds a week selling farts no. to strangers. No. Quote: They just can't get enough. Oh, we are doing it so. Oh, wrong. God. So wrong. Now, this has made her seven. Well, I guess I don't know why they're translating into Australian dollars. I don't know how much 38,000 British pounds are, but it's a lot of money. It's like $4,000. No, 40. No, maybe three. I, it's a lot. It's going to be a lot. I'm, more. you know, I'm not as much concerned with how much money as I am with the fact that she's just farting into jars. Literally, <laughs> she bottles her flatulence in a mason jar seals the top shut and mails it out to her supporters for up to 755 British pounds each. That's a lot of gas. I've got logistic questions. Like how many beans does she go through in a day? Well, she does eat some beans, Mm. but also likes protein muffins. Oh yeah, that'll do it. (laughs) A a hard boiled egg or two. Oh, those (laughs) that's, do you pay extra for those? Protein shakes. And yogurt. Oh, that would keep oh, me too. Oh, my word. Oh, you guys, I even got a better business idea. This is what I'm going to do. Okay. What? I'm going to bottle my mom's dog's farts because they're especially pungent. Okay. And then we're going to do a markup on that so that we mm-hmm. don't actually have to do the work. The dog is doing well, the, dog the work does for the, us. The dog does do the work. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, she also says uh, that... Um, <laughs> This is just the most ridiculous story I've ever read. As well as toots, those who purchase a jar get a nice little added touch from her. She leaves flower petals and a personalized note inside the jar so that when they open it, the scent attaches to the flower petals, which makes it last longer. No. (laughs) No. Working on my own adult-friendly platform these past few months has made me very aware of the different types of niches and markets that are out there. Uh, Read the next sentence. Uh, over the years, I've gotten a few messages from men and women wanting to buy my uh, worn bras, panties, hair, 
hair, bath water, etc. I mean, look, good honor. Okay. I just I'm love the honor. idea that she is making. How, did we figure out how much this is? Thirty-eight thousand pounds, pounds to dollars. Two dollars. a week farting into a mason jar. Oh, no. Yeah. That's a lot. You guys. We're in the wrong business. By the way, if you would like that yourself. (laughs) I would say our show is three hours of We need to send up or set up a a website where you, because I will toot in a jar for you, honey. (laughs) Put a note in it. I am not. I am not above it. Hey, everybody. Christmas is coming. (laughs) Maybe even put like a Cheeto in it. Oh, so you get the Cheeto. Okay, uh, Holly. Of course, it, mm-hmm. you're. We're gonna put you in the ideas meeting. Yeah. You'll like, give us. You're in marketing. She's like for you know, jar, you can really charge a premium <laughs> if you put a Cheeto in there. I mean, talk about a sensory experience. No, Has no, to stop, guys. stop, stop. You guys. Stop it. Okay. <laughs> Has to be the puppy one. Stop okay. it, Holly. She can't Holly's stop like my my kids when I'm like, please stop that, and they have to do it once yeah. more. Yeah. Someone's gonna take that idea and they're gonna be making fifty thousand dollars. Where are we gonna be? Because I don't have to then have the conversation explaining why I do that. <laughs> like I got an email from the US Department of Education the other day. I'm just I'm ready. I'm just trying to think of like what those conversations are when you do like when hi, you meet Beverly. somebody hi oh you're a do- like oh what do you do for a living i'm a doctor what do you do i fart, I fart in, in jars, jars. <laughs> but you know if you're under the age of 40 probably 30 even Farty. more so i see what you did there <laughs> if you're like of a certain age and by that i mean in like generation z or what are what are they zillennial zillennials zennials um you're you, like they're like that's a legit thing Mm-hmm. Oh no! They're not surprised. No, they're reaching shocked. for the stars. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Reach for the farts, man. Because <laughs> they turn that yeah. methane into money. Into money. <laughs> We're open for graduation speeches this spring, so yeah. maybe start to think about that. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> okay. Hey, kids. I, you know, listen, I don't know how to follow that. I just don't. I don't know that you bring a story that's gonna really bring fart in a jar home. So I feel like we should just leave it there. Uh, and I want everybody to think about the choices you've made in your life. Yeah. And how you're not making $50,000 a week tooting in a jar. Also, I mean, doesn't you're, that, you're not getting paid at all to do it. Do you have to do that really quickly? I feel like she's got to have somebody there well, to I, do it for her because I, I couldn't turn around fast enough and seal up the jar before. Whoop, toots out. Here's the thing. This is the thing. I want to know where the certificate of authenticity is. It's inside. Because as far yeah. as we know, she is not really doing it. She's just putting other scents in the jar. You know what I would do? I would buy those fart bags and just. Well, you have, you have 70 of them. You might as well use them. And just, you know, toot them into a jar. But those are so excessive. And I think it, honestly, I think it is just people feeling like they are that close to her. I mean, sure, I'm I'm sure there's like a fetish thing for some people, but but I think there's probably some people like she could literally sell her hair and people would be like, I I just want a piece of you. You know, I have so I I really what I want is to interview the person who bought that authentically. That's what I want. Yeah. I want to sit down with the person who bought the jar 
and ask some questions like, did you open it? Are you saving it for a rainy day? What's the, you know, because you know, there's an expiration date. It's not like hermetically sealed. Actually, Bradley, I don't know. I don't know the mechanics of fart jars. I feel like we could play the home game. Yeah. Want to go home tonight and test that theory? (laughs) And then tell me what. (laughs) I'll bring it in tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. And then then we'll wait a week. (laughs) Yeah. And see what happens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, nope. I also love that she puts flower petals i feel like that's counterproductive i do too i feel like well then it just smells like fart flowers which... yeah. well somebody might be on to that that's true when we return on the colleen and bradley show you're welcome you're welcome yeah. we're gonna play a little game that game is called the throwback what? after this on my talk 1071.